You know, this way of thinking is not only useful when you're preparing your application, but I think also for you to build your confidence to say, I do have this information. I do have this knowledge. I do have this skill. Welcome to PH Spotlight, a community for you to build your public health career with. Join us weekly right here. And I'll be here too. Your host, Sujani Siva from PH Spot. Hey there, it's Sujani here, and today's episode is a little different. Um, so as you may know, or maybe it's new to you, PH Spot has um, a membership community. It's called the Public Health Career Club, and it's a community that's dedicated to helping you build your dream public health career. So we focus on growth, connection, and inspiration. Um, so essentially, it's a group of individuals who have decided that they want to focus on building their public health career, um, grow it, uh, and that means different things to different people. But essentially, it's a community of individuals, and we here at PH Spot we work closely with these individuals. So it is a global. Uh, membership-based community of public health peers, and we support each other to build our dream public health careers, right? And so in the club, we give you the building blocks to navigate your career. We teach you industry best practices. Um, we show you the power of harnessing your network and coach you to build your dream public health career, right? My goal personally is to show you that you can have an impact in the world you can feel fulfilled in your public health career and achieve your wildest dreams. So um, we launched the Public Health Career Club in October of 2022. It was uh, something that people have been asking us about for you know the past uh, six years. Um, and we finally felt like it was time to build this community um, and we launched it in October 2022. Um, we have, um, you know, um, over 100, almost 200 uh, members in the community right now. Um, our, our speakers, our coaches, our mentors, they also hang out uh, in the membership community. Um, and it's just an incredible, inspiring, uplifting place. Uh, we do weekly of live events. We have um, kind of, you know, specific focused coaching events. We'll run workshops. We'll run, um, you know, um, power hour, what we call those. And we may work on something together. So just lots of different things happening. And we've covered topics like... Um, resume writing and, you know, interview prep and all the kind of job application related um, things. But then we also bring in speakers um, from all around the world to share their career story. And then our members get to ask them questions, have a discussion with them. We also have focused on building a side hustle because it's been such a you know popular topic amongst our members. And so I run workshops, I bring speakers around that topic. Um and you know, it, and and it's it's quite um, inclusive of everyone. I, I try to bring in programs and training and coaching, depending on people's interests. So um, it's still evolving. Uh, it's completely driven by the community. And so um, there was a there's a really good session I ran. Um, it was the first time I had done it in the uh, Public Health Career Club, and it was called Ask Me Anything. And I hosted that session. 
not knowing really what to expect. And it ended up being such an incredible um, session. So many positive reviews from that. Um, Lots of people found great value in it. And so what I'm going to do for today's episode is share, um, I think it's about 10 minutes of that one hour session. And I plan to break up um, the remaining kind of Uh, 45 minutes of that session into multiple additional podcast episodes um, because the conversation was so good that I just felt like more people needed to hear it. Um, You will uh, kind of hear an edited version of it because I wanted to protect um, our members' um, identity and, and voices. And so I've tried to kind of chop up only the portions that I'm speaking in. So um, at times it may not uh, sound like it's, um, you know, it makes sense because, you know, you might you might hear me say something or me ask a question, but there is nobody responding to it. And then you hear me again. And and it's purely because we've tried to edit out a, a podcast ready version versus a conversational one, which is what happened um, live in that training session. So Today, you're going to hear one of the questions that uh, somebody in the community asked me, and it was about how I got started in public health and um, kind of the way I got my first job. And so I take you through that journey and reflection and give you tips and advice on how you can uh, kind of follow a similar path if you felt like it was right for you. Um, And then I will probably release um, additional Um, kind of sections of that uh, live event in future episodes. So stay tuned for that. Uh, And so without further ado, here is uh, a recording from inside the Public Health Career Club. I see one question, how I got started in my career path. So maybe I'll start with that while the rest of you put uh, your your questions or themes in there. And both Yash and Diana, you know, feel free to raise your hand if you have additional questions that come up as I'm telling my story. But um, I'll get started and see if that helps answer that question. So I went to undergrad thinking I was going to go to dental school. Uh, dentistry was where I was focused on. Uh, really no uh, great reason beyond the fact that I think I liked the sciences and I wanted to work out with my hands and it was a fairly high earning, uh, you know, career path. So I, I decided I would do that. I went to undergrad. Um, I thought I was going to focus in biology. I did my first semester. Absolutely did not love that. Did poorly. So it showed in my undergraduate uh, grades that I did. Uh, I didn't enjoy it. Um, at the time when I was kind of trying to think about where did I want to go, I discovered public health from an elective course I had taken. So I started digging into that path a little bit more. And so for the first two years of my undergrad, my focus was about getting into dental school. So I never really thought about uh, building work experience, right? So um, I, for some reason, had uh, joined a uh, a professor's lab just to do data entry. So that was the only piece of experience I was able to put on my resume very early on. And that was just by luck, I guess. I, I thought, you know, it'd be great for me to get some experience with the professor. So, you know, fast forward through two more years of undergrad, I decide I want to go pursue my MPH. Um, and so around the time uh, I was almost finishing my undergrad, I had also joined 
um, what's called Diabetes Canada now. So it was a Canadian Diabetes Association just as a volunteer. They had a volunteer program. And so during my undergraduate degree, I was volunteering, um, photocopying, putting packages together for people, not really doing much, you know, uh, public health related work, but it got me exposed to a not-for-profit organization. And that's where I kind of dug into more like, what am I great at? So I started um, providing ideas, right? So I was like, hey, you guys should have a social media page uh, because you do a lot of community outreach. And at the time, this was like maybe 2010, uh, Facebook wasn't a great, like a big tool that not-for-profit organizations used, right? So there um, I was trying to like give them new tools and solutions that they could use to reach their um, audience a lot, a lot better. So they kind of recognized that I could do more than photocopying and stapling papers for them. And I was just doing that two hours uh, a week or, or barely that. And so the volunteer coordinator, she actually gave me other projects to work on. So I started doing an environmental scan for them, right? So, you know, I went in to do something else um, and, and they kind of saw the interest and the keenness that I had and gave me additional opportunities. and. Um, from that, they applied for a student, like a, a student program grant to actually hire me for the whole summer. So I landed kind of my first job at this not for, like national not-for-profit organization, uh, not knowing I was going to work there for a whole summer. And um, a lot of the things I did there ended up being some of the first, uh, you know, pieces that were on my first resume uh, when I was applying to uh, work out after grad school. And so I went to grad school immediately after undergrad um, at the University of Saskatchewan. And there I decided I would not make that same mistake again, where in undergrad, I just focused on school and just to get my grades and not build my uh, resume and my experience. So what I did is I gave myself one semester to get into the hang of school and then after that, I tried to find as many opportunities as I could. So I had three research positions when I was there, whether they were just a few months long or a semester long or a year long, like I made sure to get as many um, opportunities to build my skill as possible, right? And so when I was graduating from my master's program, I had the one data entry job from undergrad working with a professor, and that was literally taking uh, a pieces of um, data that was paper-based and putting it into a system. I had the experience at the Canadian Diabetes Association, which was a lot of community outreach stuff. I had three research jobs I had done during my uh, master's program. I had a few, um, oh, I also had the practicum from my uh, master's program. I um, think that was probably it. So let's say six pieces I could six kind of pieces of experience I could pull on when I'm preparing my first job application, right? So I started applying in January and I was about to graduate in April, May. Um, and so at that time, I'm uh, looking at all of these jobs. And the biggest mistake I did was apply to everything that sounded remotely close to health. And, and, these were jobs like I, I I still have the list and I'm I'm happy to share it. And if I look at it now, I'm like, what did I think applying to these jobs? Right. So what I did do right uh, and ended up being the first job I got was with the government of Canada as a as an outbreak epidemiologist. 
was I spent many, many, many hours on that one application without knowing how important that was, right? And so that job, um, I can probably pull up and 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 I'll share this uh, another day, but that job had asked for, do I have infectious disease experience? Do I have data entry experience? Do I have um, experience working with stakeholders? Um, So those were three of the big questions that they had on that job posting. And so when I looked at all of these experiences, none of it was like a year long formal job I had, right? So I had to make sure I could pull experiences from all six of these part-time casual jobs and and create a story to say, yes, I do know this stuff, right? So infectious disease, I had zero actual jobs on paper in infectious disease. So what I did was I talked about my coursework, right? My coursework, my presentations, um, any essays I had written to show them that I do have that knowledge. Um, They asked about stakeholder engagement. And so I could pull on that in some way from all of these different experiences to make, like if they ask for, do I have one year of it? I would break that down to say, I have two months here. I have three months here. So that gives me five months. Here's an additional five months at this job that I had stakeholder engagement. So that's 10 months. And then here's an additional two months. So the way I was able to tell the story that, I yes, I do have one year's worth of stakeholder engagement experience was by piecing these together. And that ended up working really well for me uh, when I was applying to my first job. So I got that. Uh, so I got that job um, and a few additional interviews. But that's the one job that I got an offer for out of under uh, out of my master's program, and that was the application that I had spent the most amount of time on. Um, and maybe I'll stop there and go back to I think it was Yash and was it Diana who had asked that question. Um, but if either one of you want to um, unmute and. I'll see if you have any additional questions on that. You know, this way of thinking is not only useful when you're preparing your application, but I think also for you to build your confidence to say, I do have this information. I do have this knowledge. I do have this skill. Now, how do I tell that story, whether it's in written format in your cover letter or in an interview? So when they ask you, do you have experience, you know, implementing enteric disease surveillance, rather than just saying no, full stop, you can say, I've built this experience in the classroom setting, and this is what I've done. And this is how I, me personally, have contributed to this, you know, work, rather than saying, I, we did it in a, in a group project, you want to talk about you yourself, and how you and this skill that they're looking for are connected. And so I hope this example uh, kind of shows you that, you know, I didn't have this, but I was able to talk about my classroom experience and I was able to land that job. Hey, so I hope you enjoyed listening in on a uh, career club session. Um, partway through, we had to kind of chop out a huge chunk in there because it was, uh, I was sharing my screen and actually showing them uh, that first job application that I had put. Um, while somebody was asking a question, I was actually able to go into my Google Drive and pull up that application. I save almost everything related to my career. So if you asked me for something, I could probably find it somewhere in my Google Drive. Um, 
So, yeah, there was a visual component, which obviously doesn't make sense for podcast. Um, and so I was able to walk through some of those questions and show them exactly how I answered the questions and where um, I was able to piece together uh, different uh opportunities that I was involved in and different experiences that I had to then tell a story, um, like a complete story to say, yes, I have this one skill. I didn't get it from one paid two-year-long job, but this is how I can do it because I have done it here, 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 and here, and this is how it all kind of ties together. And, you know, I, I have the skill, right? So that's what I was trying to show them by showing them uh, four different examples from that job application. So I hope you enjoyed that. And I really hope it kind of has shifted your way of thinking um, and that um, you'll kind of use the lessons here for your next uh, job application, but also maybe get some inspiration in how I started off in uh, in public health with my first job. Uh, and if you're interested to join the Public Health Career Club, um, it's not always open to kind of enroll and join. Um, we have select uh, windows of time that we do open the doors. And that's done purely because we want to um, make sure that individuals who join the Public Health Career Club um, go through an orientation and there's a little bit of, you know, taking care of you when you're joining. I don't want you to just um, go online and select enroll and be thrown into this membership community. I, I want there to be some sort of like welcoming. So we do an orientation event and you get to meet the new people that have joined. It's all virtual, of course. Um, and I can answer your questions and take care of you a little bit and then kind of um, put you into the membership um, and so for that reason, it's not always open. And this way we can kind of control each new group that comes and take care of them in a way. Um, if you're listening to this in the middle of kind of uh, actually the end of June uh, or July, we will be likely opening up the Public Health Career Club again in the fall. Um, and if you don't want to miss out on that, you can head over to uh, phspot.org slash club so c-l-u-b um, or even if you go to phspot.org at the top you'll see career club and you can click that and there's a link for you to um, add yourself to the wait list and that way we know to you know send you any information um, as we're thinking about reopening the doors uh, and with that uh, I want to say thank you for the incredible work that you're doing in public health um, and just, you know, keep pushing through. We're here as a, as, a, as a big community, a global community to support you on your public health um, career journey.